Welcome to Accelerate OC, the only show focused on the people leading innovation in Orange County. Join our host, Carrie Ransom, and his conversations with the trendsetters, entrepreneurs, investors, and leaders here, because it's time to Accelerate OC. Good morning. Welcome to Accelerate OC. I'm Carrie Ransom, and thanks always to our engineer, Paul, for making me and my guests sound so good. Today's episode is sponsored by my home here, our OC4 Venture Studio, where we are helping to build the next generation of high-growth, smarter software companies here in SoCal. Uh, so if you're looking for help with your startup, uh, you're looking for opportunities to work with some of the most promising next-generation companies here, or want to be part of this community, uh, you can find more about us at OC4V.com. I am super excited to have the new president of Tech Coast, David Friedman, with me on Accelerate OC today. And so before we get to hear from David, all his great uh, investment wisdom and experiences and, and no doubt some good stories uh, and thoughts, uh, let me tell you a little bit about him first. So he's a longtime angel investor. And as I said, just recently became president after, I think, over 10 years of involvement with Tech Coast Angels uh, as a member. He'll talk about how Tech Coast Angels is organized as uh, within Southern California as the largest also uh, angel group, affiliated angel group in the country. And so we've had a couple chances to talk and he's really excited to take the reins and expand the group's uh, engagement and involvement and really collaboration within the region. And uh, as those of you who have listened to a number of my podcasts know that uh, idea of further community building collaboration is something that we are due to really keep leaning in on here um, to help build a, a better ecosystem for uh, everyone who is pursuing their dreams as an entrepreneur and wanting to be part of it and, and frankly, reigniting the high-value high jobs economy that we need to, uh, to build upon here. So before that, David, uh, and, and continues to this day, he was a longtime business executive and involved in early days of the cloud and software as a service technology, also um, some key infrastructure companies as well. And he has a, a real passion for this idea of, of building customer loyalty and a success culture in companies and that you know, by making a, a culture where employees really succeed and, and want to work there, you're going to drive a lot greater success, which I totally agree with. So I, I look forward to talking more about that. Um, he also developed, and I'm going to ask him about uh, this idea of customer jujitsu um, while he's helping uh, companies bridge technology and business uh, into more of an innovation mindset. So I want to know uh, more about what that means. He's been involved in the commercialization of well over a billion dollars in new products during his career and worked internationally, uh, even in areas uh, like Europe and Asia. So he loves to build businesses. He invests in them. He loves to teach as well. So he's involved in a number of schools like uh, UCI, uh, as well as uh, a Marine Institute down at Camp Pendleton in teaching the next generation of business leaders. So he's also has this pay it forward mentality, which I always greatly appreciate. David, it is super fun to have you here on Accelerate OC today. Unfortunately, still socially distanced in virtual though. Yeah, I think I've been spending my life being um, chat bombed and zoomed out. You know, yes. I've been on uh, probably more conferences 
and I guess we'll talk about this over the last uh, several months and seen more deals in the last two months than I've seen in the prior two months. And mm -hmm. it's kind of interesting because you don't have to travel anywhere. You now have that opportunity. That's right. You know, it's uh, listen in on many different things around the country because everything's that's virtual. That's right. So it, from an efficiency productivity standpoint, I think it has um, been remarkable to see sort of the number of people you're, you're capable of now touching in a day. But man, I, I do tire of seeing myself on screen. I think it's if you almost at times feel like you're looking in a mirror all day and, and uh, you know, it, it's it's definitely an adjustment. Yeah, I'm putting Bradley uh, Bradley Cooper's picture up instead of mine. It's much better to look at, frankly. There you go. That's that's brilliant. That's brilliant. So, as I said, uh, you know, let's get started. So, you just recently took the reins of Tech Coast Angels Orange County chapter. Uh, you, as you were saying off the air, you know, how could you pick a crazier time uh, as now to do it? But you know, tell us about how the first couple of months uh, have gone. Well, you know, it's been interesting. Uh, I took over April 1st. Um, and of course, wrong timing being in the pandemic to start. But, you know, I've been involved with the last, you know, group. Hisham Siman was the prior president. So he was the president. I was the vice president. So we've worked together for a couple of years. So in essence, this is really a continuation and an expansion upon what we collectively, not only Hisham, myself, but others within TCA have built so uh, it has really not lost the beat. And partly the, it's lost a little beat because I like the personal interaction. I'm much more social. I think it's great when you can have the entrepreneurs and the angels, um, you know, both together, seeing each other, pressing the flesh, so to speak. Of course, that's the way you build the relationship and build trust. This is a little too socially distant mm -hmm. to me, although it, mm -hmm. you know, certainly you can build the relationship over time. Um, but we had over the past several years uh, developed a virtual type program uh, about three years ago. I put in place through TCA um, a virtual and affiliate membership program. So we do have people around outside of Southern Cal uh, within the country. Actually, we have people uh, in Europe and a couple in Asia that are part of the group as well. So we've been building up this you know, virtual membership. And because of the technology at UCI Beale Applied Innovation, we were able to early on have really using the technology had very good interaction. We've been doing that for a while. So in a sense, we've operated in a hybrid mode. Now we just went full virtual. Mm -hmm. uh, so we, we'll get into, you know, what we do, how we do it, but it really hasn't created that much of a problem little glitches here and there because we all want to be able to just sure. jump in and talk and mm -hmm. uh, you know that's great so we have a little more protocol but it has not been bad at all in fact it's been very positive sure I don't want to continue it let me put it that way i want to go back to normal i do like the personal interaction mm -hmm. a lot more fun more enjoyable and i think more beneficial to everybody sure well talk about how is tca approaching investments have you guys slowed down as far as what you're looking at or you mentioned you've seen a lot more and and no doubt i've sat in on a number of pitch competitions and and other meetings all over the country in the last couple months but how specifically you know here in orange county with Texas angels here how have you guys approached the the process and and you know openness to investing right now 
Well, the process is basically pretty simple. We've changed a few things. So let me step back a second and tell you what we're doing that is an expansion upon where we have been okay. and we put this into place. Number one, we have just we have a normal process. You apply online, uh, you go through the pre-screen, and we have a med tech med 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 tech pre-screening uh, led by uh, Dr. Uh, Thomas Lee, and we have other pre-screenings led by Lisa Walker, who's our vice president and our first female vice president in Tech Coast Angels Orange County. So that's real that's positive. Great. Yeah, very positive. Once you go past the pre-screen and we have a small group, around 8 to 13 people pre-screening the companies, uh, based upon a scoring and a voting system, we push them ahead to screening. At screening, they have the opportunity to present in front of a larger group. Uh, when we have been on site at UCI Beal, which is normally where we do our screenings, we have gone upwards of 70 people on the virtual calls we're running about 55 to 65 so it really hasn't tailed off mm -hmm. that much uh, and we're seeing people can being consistently on you know line for the pre-screenings as as well as the screenings after the screenings if we've seen interest then we can go into due diligence we also have a parallel path we do work with a lot of other entities we are syndicated with about 50 different angel groups uh, through Richard Sudak's uh, Angel Syndication Network. Uh, we're actually meeting on a Thursday morning. We meet the first Thursday, and we get the best deals from other angel groups, after which we do our normal uh, meeting. We meet, uh, TCA meets twice a month on the regular screenings. So we've seen a good variety of deal flow come through. Um, and I've, meant, I've mentioned the parallel path. We also put together a fund this year. So we have about 65 members in TCA, Orange County, San Diego, L.A. that are part of the fund. If we find a deal that has been vetted out by another entity, another angel group, one of our trusted partners, so to speak, then we may flip them directly into screening, bypassing pre-screening. And then we may put them into our fast track in our fund, which provides $100,000 for funding for a company and we've done that a few times as well the organization that we put together i think you know is is really strong in terms of meeting our mission our mission is to find the best deals uh, for our members so they can get the best return and to be the primary source of startup capital for the entrepreneurs and that's what we want to be able to do we're trying to improve our deal flow, trying to add members, particularly minorities and women members in TCA as investors, and to be able to improve the awareness. So our organization, what I call the President's Council, consists of our prior past president, Hisham. Uh, we have a fund uh, director, Jim Piquel, our executive director, Tony Saris, our head of uh, sponsorship, which is Eric Sow. Uh, Med Armanius uh, is in charge of our membership. Uh, we have Lisa Walker, who's uh, our vice president and the one in charge of screening uh, across the board. And we added two new positions. One is Ilko Niermeyer in charge of uh, events and education. And we'll talk about some of the things that we're going to be doing to improve awareness, as well as potentially improve 
uh, the literate, the literacy per se, but the understanding of new technologies by our members, mm. as well as other events, regulations, politics that affect, in, you know, innovation and startup. And then Volker Huther, who is the vice president of partnerships and relationships to expand our reach into accelerators, incubators, other angel groups and VCs and affiliates. So we've expanded upon where we were under Hisham's leadership, and now we're trying to take that to the second level. Sorry for being a long-winded, but I think that's a good premise for people to understand where we are, because I'd want people to reach out to these individuals sure. to try to build that relationship with TCA. Yeah, that, I think it's great, great to sort of, you know, set the table. So let, let's go a little deeper. I, I definitely have a lot of questions that I, I want to make sure we, we have in, in the community, because I agree with you that, that, that understanding, like, who are, who are these people? You know, Paul uh, has talked to me a lot about mm-hmm. uh, over the years with, with uh, OC Talk Radio, how a lot of times people just, they, they feel like there's this mystique. And, you know, I, I've had the privilege of, of knowing a lot of uh, those folks that you just mentioned and other Tech Coast Angel members for a long time. And, and I can tell you that these are great folks that want to do good things for the entrepreneurial ecosystem and uh, want to be part of this. So my, you know, I feel like part of my job is really just to help uh, navigate and help people understand where where you guys play in this uh, in this whole ecosystem. So sure. um, to go a little deeper, let's say I uh, have started a company and I'm still working on my prototype. What what's your guidance from Tech Coast Angel standpoint as to you know, where, where do you fit at that point? Should I be reaching out to, you know, you mentioned build relationship. Should I be looking at incubators uh, or other places for, for maybe I need some early capital to get to uh, an actual product? So how do you think about where, where you guys fit today in that uh, process? Yeah, I, I don't think there's a an answer that is going to be the same for all sure. companies because mm-hmm. I'm involved in a couple of startups and they've gone different routes. Sure. But normally the way it works is the founder develops a strong or a team, hopefully a strong team and an advisory group. And that's really critical. We, you know, we'll come back to that theme again and again. They self-fund to a point where they may get some non-dilutive capital in terms of some grants. For example, if they're in some biotech or pharma or high technology area, they may get some friends and family to contribute. So that's going to get them to that stage where they can have something that is a prototype or an MVP. TCA comes in in the early seed uh, or late seed bridge to A or early A. Let's say A means that you're now into the revenue and you're into the growth of revenue. That's the A stage. And we can argue whether or not it's how early is early or how late is late. But we go, we come in after the ideas more vetted out than just an idea that's on paper. What I would recommend to people, regardless of where they are, but particularly the early part when you're at MVP or when you're trying to get your prototype in, Go to a lot of the pitch contests, see what it is, get your story straight. One of the problems that I've seen with a lot of companies, and by the way, I also do consulting on the side 
you know, in my spare time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do that individually as well as through the Small Business Development Center. We have a good group over at UC Irvine that does a lot of the tech consulting. Mm-hmm. So you'll have people like Steve Mednick, Bill Waldo, Philip Topham, you know, uh, Laura Beckham, uh, that are all involved in helping these startups. But if you can't get the right message across, you really fall down because the last thing you want to do is get to a an, a an investor and try to explain something. And we have a bleary eye. We just don't get it. So one of the most important things that a um, an entrepreneur needs to do other than getting his team or her team together is making sure we understand what the what the company is doing or what the business or product is doing who the target market is why they're different and some context of why who they compete with the, the one thing we don't want to hear obviously and you've heard this before there is no competition trust me I can tell you stories where I made that mistake. And, you know, everyone makes mistakes, and I have my share of them. Sure. Um, but you, there is always some competition, even if it's only using an abacus instead of a computer. Sure, sure. Yeah, totally so, agree. Yeah. yeah, so it really just depends. But I would start going to some of these forums that are available, the fast pitch, the face-to-face with entrepreneurs um, that we have at TCA. We'll get back to that when we get back to norm, some sure. semblance of normalcy at, at the Cove. Do you say it's safe for me to to say that it's probably not a good use of an entrepreneur's time uh, if they haven't pursued some friends and family or some self-funding to really come to TCA uh, looking for kind of first dollars? Hey, I'm thinking about starting this, and if you guys will fund me to start it, I'll do it. Yeah, so we, we don't particularly like that. I mean, it may be sure. the greatest idea, and it may sure. be, let, let me put it this way. If Elon Musk came to me and said, <laughs> hey, listen, I have this great idea for a lithium battery type, you know, mm-hmm. vehicle, and, you know, I need a few dollars to help. I, all my money is, you know, is, is tied up in, in a rocket ship. I would probably listen because he has that street cred. Sure. But then for the normal person, you know, we need to see that there's a passion. We need to see that there's an investment. Investment mm-hmm. equals the fact that you are going to have that passion. You're going to put money and you're going to make this thing, you know, work out. But if, if he doesn't or she doesn't have money, then we can look at going to an incubator or accelerator that may like that idea. So you may find an incubator or accelerator for general technology. You may find one for life sciences. We used to have, um, we used to have K five. We used to have a uh, fast start studios. Mm-hmm. You have uh, TechStars LA. Um, you have five hundred startups. Uh, so you do have you know some opportunities to work with these partners uh, to get you started. Now, of course, they'll give you or Expert Dojo. I want to mention that up in Santa Monica because sure. they do a lot of work too. They will give you money fifty thousand, a hundred thousand to get you off the line. TCA averages around $400,000, although there's a big variance, you know, in terms of how much funding. So we're the next stage beyond the incubator or accelerator. In fact, we do work with incubators and accelerators to try to get the deals coming through. Mm-hmm. So we will look at them. Those are part of our partnership program that Volta is sure. working on. So as you think about that, and this is actually a perfect segue to my next question. If I'm an entrepreneur, I'm planning, uh, let's say I need to go raise a 750k to million million and a half dollar round should i be looking at 
uh, at TCA as a portion of that. Maybe you mentioned, you know, 400 K. So maybe uh, I could look to you guys to be, you know, half to a third of that. Um, should I be thinking about you as a potential group leading? How, how should I be, you know, as, as I really think about it, because it's probably not ideal. I would think if I'm coming to you as my only funding source as sort of a bridge, but ideally you're probably part of a, a bigger round that I'm putting together. How do, how do you guys think about that? Obviously, you know, the answer I get is it depends, but <laughs> just in general, um, yeah. So, you know, giving, yeah. So the best thing I can give you is a few examples. If you come to us with a round for 750 or a million and we see rounds upwards of two, two and a half, sure. we will not, we probably won't take that round. We could be the lead on the round. We really like it. I mean, remember TCA, uh, not Orange County itself, but the, the entire TCA has 450 plus angel investors. We have five different entities within TCA. So we can take it, if we lead the round in Orange County, we can take it to LA, we can take it to San Diego, we can take it to Inland Empire, we can take it to Santa Barbara. And we can try to get additional you know, resources, uh, additional uh, mm -hmm. investment. Mm -hmm. Now, in some cases, we'll take the entire round. I mean, I think in the history of TCA, I think we took a $6 million you know, round, not a round, but $6 million investment in a company, was I think a biopharma company. Mm -hmm. You know, it went through multiple rounds and everyone got compressed, but it was a good, sure. you know, it's a decent deal. We took the entire round for parcel pending over mm -hmm. 1.2 million. We had a great 1920 X exit. Yeah, Lori's um, been on my effort. show. She's, yeah, she's yeah, a Lori's great. shining star. Yeah, yeah, Lori's, Lori's great. Um, I don't remember what we did with Green Dot, but Green Dot, as you know, is very successful. And Stephen mm -hmm. Strite, you know, his, mm -hmm. um, his uh, a fund, which is SWS Ventures, is part of our affiliate program, you know, which is great. Mm -hmm. You know, I think that even if we don't take the entire round, we can syndicate it with other angel groups. Mm -hmm. But I would recommend to the entrepreneur not looking at TCA only and saying, my God, if I don't get sure. funding from TCA, I'm out of business. Mm -hmm. We'll try to help them by sending them to other groups. So if we see a life sciences group, I'll send them maybe to life sciences sure. angels. In fact, sure. they're part of syndication. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, uh, you know, we work collectively. It goes back to the word that you used before. I wrote it down, actually. Um, you, you use the word collaboration. And I believe today, because the rounds are larger, the valuations are higher, collaboration is really critical. Mm -hmm. And that's probably one of the forefronts, one of the key tenants of what we're doing in TCA Orange County. I don't care if it's with TCA partners, the, the other networks. Uh, I just want to find trusted partners. Could be Coretzu. We do a lot of work with them, uh, or it could be uh, KOA, or it could be you know Grant Van Cleves, Hangar Seventy Five. Yeah, yours too. We want to be able to collaborate. I think that makes the most sense for us as an angel entity, because we get more eyeballs on it. We can do better due diligence, as well as it helps the entrepreneur. But the entrepreneur should, you know, participate in a lot of the ventures or a lot of the events that are out there today. Get to know the entre get to know the um, the investor. I, I totally agree. I, I appreciate the, the the reinforcement of that collaboration word. I think that's something we we have a lot of opportunity to use and, and build upon. So the the other one I'd love to talk about and get your thoughts on is a word I would use uh, leverage. And you know we spend a lot of time here at our venture studio talking about how do we help entrepreneurs get leverage from all of the 
uh, experience and team that we bring and that we, we look at it as we bring a tremendous uh, amount beyond capital and we're trying to give them a, a lot of early operating leverage to get them launched and growing faster, which is very attractive to investors. But as you think about getting leverage as an entrepreneur who's out trying to do fundraising, um, there's definitely a perception, right, wrong, or otherwise, there's a perception that going to an angel group could particularly be low leverage, meaning I have to go in, end up going and, and trying to chase a bunch of people. I may be going through different diligence with different groups. And so there's, there's potential perception risk within a big group of angels, but there's also, I would even say, within the community. So let's say we're leading as OC4, and then we come to you and say, hey, we've got a, a round, we're, we'll lead it, and we'd love to have TCA's participation what what do you think about as far as how do we get better leverage as partners with these entrepreneurs to get them focused on the value creation? Because you and I would totally agree, I think, that raising capital on its own is not value creating. It's how you invest that capital in the business strategy where the right. value gets created, right? So any thoughts on how you think we can get better leverage? Yeah, I think they're, well, I mean, it's a complicated question, mm -hmm. uh, and I don't think I have the perfect answer, but there are two aspects that I can see on the leverage side. Number one, let's go back to your first, you know, comment relating to, in a sense, smart money. Mm -hmm. So we like to believe that the advantage of going with the TCA is the fact that you have a lot of people, you know, remember, we have 450 yeah. people. We probably have been in that business. We have yeah. some smarts. Yeah. And the thing is, we want to help out mm -hmm. because we want the investment to be fruitful. Mm -hmm. All right. So one of the things that we can do for leverage is contribute to the advisory board. Mm -hmm. I mean, Grant invested in a company going back to Grant, and I'll talk about some other ones uh, if you want. I mean, Grant invested in a company called Buy It Installed. Mm -hmm. He became the chairman of or CEO of Buy It Installed. He sure. brought a lot of skill sets. It's great. You know, um, when we looked at Lori Torres and we did parcel pending, she did a couple of things that were different. She put together, she's a great operations person. She put together a small marketing team that we helped early on. I got involved in it, Ray Chan and a couple of other people. And we had um, Hans Imhoff being involved, you know, on the board. Mm -hmm. uh, so one of the things the entrepreneur should look at is, are you getting just money or are you getting money with some heft behind it? Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm available. Um, my team is available. Our individual members are available to be able to help out. I mean, at UCI, you have this, um, the Entrepreneur in Residence program for the people at UCI. Uh, I think that was a great program, but you had over 400 mentors sign up. It got a little overwhelming. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think there's an opportunity to help with leverage. Yep. And it's something that you can do at OC4 Ventures. You can do it through the CEO leadership. We can try to do it in conjunction with others as well and put together a list of vetted out mentors, advisors, where the entrepreneur can select and choose. When, we, when you know as well as I, as well as the other people who are uh, investors listening in, the number one criteria for investing in a company is the team. The CEO is not the hero. The CEO needs a compliment on that team. The, the team, the operational team, needs a compliment on the advisory board. 
because the advisors can help point them in the right direction to deals, mm -hmm. to people who they can sell to. So if you're developing an edtech product and you have some people that come out of the education market and you have the engineers and you have the educators and you have the psychologists, wouldn't it be nice to have on the other side somebody that comes out of the UC Regents program or the New York Regents program for colleges if you're selling to colleges? Sure. Or maybe you have somebody that is involved in the unified school district in L.A. because you're selling to L.A. Mm -hmm. You don't need them on the operational team, but they can guide you. That's smart money. Sure. And that's the advantage because we not only can do it ourselves, but we have contacts. Mm -hmm. The other component you talked about in leverage relates to how the groups interact with each other. Now, if you're a trusted partner, and we just did a deal. We did a, a deal with uh, several We'll talk about them in a little while. One is called Actools. We do, we're just putting money into them. They came uh, to us from San Diego, um, one of the San, the San Diego Angel Conference. They put together, I think, an SPV. They did the due diligence. We know the people down there, a lot of the people from San Diego, Techos Angels. We took a look at their due diligence added our own thoughts so we use theirs as a baseline mm -hmm. we're leveraging their yeah, that's ability. super efficient yeah yeah it's, that's super and we put them into yeah. fast track that mm -hmm. that process for the entrepreneurs to be aware of is like theoretically a seven-day process we didn't exactly hit it we try to get close a but that's super attractive process. i mean if, uh, even if it's 30 days i think is is attractive relative to you know either what uh, and again i said like some of this is perception and and I, mean, I think that's the key of why, um, you know, you're keen to be out there. And I think why I want to give give more of this uh, to the community to say, hey, like there are people that want to do this. They understand what it's like to be an entrepreneur. They've been there. They've worked with them. This is not charity. This is investment. There is a there is work here. But none of us is trying to reinvent the wheel to the extent we can. Right. And yeah. I think that, that's what I appreciate. Right. Right. You know, so uh, normal due diligence, by the way, we're trying to hit 30 days, you sure. know, from funding. So it's kind of tough to do that sometimes, depending on the complexity. Mm -hmm. But that's our goal. And we'll get better over time as we learn more and sure. as we trust the process more. But um, leveraging somebody else's due diligence, you know, I believe the people in San Diego and the people in, you know, Life Science Angels, Frontier Angels, Pasadena Angels, San Helena, you know, you name the whole litany of these, of these groups. They're sure. pretty sharp people. Yes. I just need to understand where the when I'm looking at a deal personally, I want to understand the risks. I want because I, I, I that's what I want to manage to. I've seen too many deals blow up because they have an a priori looked at the risks and come up with plans beforehand. Sure. It's sort of those like these are the reasons not to do this. Well, these it's are the landmines. Yeah. What, what you want to see. Yeah. yeah what happens if it explodes? Yeah. These, these are reasons not to do it. And. If I understand, at least I can decide whether that's enough uh, to not or to, to move right. forward despite that. Yeah. Right, right. Great, great points. So talk about the categories that you and your colleagues are really excited about right now. Obviously, we've been yeah. thrust. You know, there's a lot of talk about future now where a lot of things that were starting to happen uh, are right in front of our face and have been forced upon us, whether it's the healthcare system or virtual uh work i mean the future of the education system there are a lot but what, what are the things that that tech Coast angels is saying like we want to see <laughs> companies in these categories right now 
Boy, that's a, I love that question. I was hoping you would ask it, actually. Uh, because one, I, I remember Wayne Gretzky. He said, I skate to where the puck is going, not mm-hmm. to where the puck has been. Mm-hmm. Remember, angel investing, we're not doing day trading here. That's right. You, so, you, I, I have plenty of deals that have, that have already surpassed the 10-year mark. So I get yeah. it very well. Yes. I think we, yeah. So I, you understand the problem. But normally, we're looking at deals that will mature in four, five, six years, something like that. If you're, if you're lucky. Yeah. If you're lucky. Yeah, right. And some hopefully will evaporate a lot faster so I can get that tax write-off. But the, the, that's why COVID-19 really hasn't affected us that much because it, it actually helped us in many ways because now we're seeing more biopharma diagnostic stuff. Mm. But the let's say let, let's look at where the areas, um, the, the growth areas are going to be in the next three to five years. And then I'll share with you what we're actually investing in. You'll see the correlation. It's kind of interesting. Number one, precision medicine. Mm-hmm. Okay diagnostic as well as treatment. We're seeing this in uh, things with macular degeneration. We're seeing it in cancer therapy. We're seeing it in diabetes. No question. We're seeing deals coming through like that. We're seeing med tech. We just invested in a company called Insight Medical. It basically is a, uh, it, it, it's for orthopedic surgeons. It gives you a, a you know, a, a virtual field to look at, makes the um, the process of, um, of, of um, surgery a lot better, faster. Of course, you can visualize things uh, in, in your field of vision. Uh, we're looking at big data. Uh, we just invested in ag tools, which is a big data play for the agricultural commodity market. You know, keep our fingers crossed. We also offer them help because, you know, I, I, it's like they could, be the, they could become the Bloomberg terminal of ag because, you know, they have that. Whether they do that or not, it's another issue. Hopefully with the leverage from the advisors, they can. Uh, we look at cyber and IoT. We invested in a second round in Raspberry Technologies. We look at basic technology, uh, uh, such as TerraCircuits, which is looking at, we just did an investment with them. We fast-tracked them. One of our uh, colleagues, Wayne Rickard, is the CEO we just need so we we trusted him to begin with and they're looking at micro leds and then finally we're looking at general software we invested in a company called strategicom which is in software for the healthcare market so we're seeing these are the areas we see that are growing and will continue to grow over the next several years and we're actually putting our money where our mouth is and we've invested in these companies over the last two months so it hasn't you go back to the earlier question sure you know, uh, things have changed, but things are still going along, you know, as we should. Now, with those coming, some of those, I think, are out of the area, right? They're not necessarily headquartered in Southern California. So I just want to make sure, you know, I have an audience that, that goes pretty broad. So people, you know, there's a, there tends to be, as I understand, it, there's a preference for Southern California-based companies, but it's not a hard line. Is that the way to, to think about that? Yeah, I'm going to tell you a funny story. I mean, we hear this all the time. I mean, remember, TCA came about 22 years ago, and the mm-hmm. early investments, the early angels wanted to stay close. Sure. Technology, as you clearly indicate, as you cl- we clearly know today, you don't you can stay close, but you can be socially distant. So it doesn't really make a difference if a company is here, where I'm on site. And remember, Parcel Penning was local. Mm-hmm. Okay, or if there's a deal that is in Chicago or New York, 
I asked, and the members, you know, TCA members have said, you know, we want to invest local, and about 80% of our investments are in, you know, Southern Cal. Mm -hmm. But I said, what if I find, you know, the next Amazon? Or what if I find the next Microsoft? Well, what if I find, you know, the next uh, DocuSign? Let's use a you know, more, uh, more current one. They're not located here. Would you want me to just say, yeah, forget it. They're outside the area. I'm not going to look at it. And they said, no, if you find those, those are great. Bring them in. <laughs> if, <laughs> right. So yes. sure. Just guarantee uh, me it's going to be on that same path, to, you know, eight years and right. IP. Right. I'll try to make sure that I only find those really good ones outside that are going to give us the 100x return. Exactly. You know, so they said, okay, you can do that. I said, fine. But I'm looking, my, my point of view is I want to find the best deals for our investors. I go back to our mission. I want to be the best source of capital for startups. I didn't say in, in Southern Cal, so I want to focus in Southern Cal. I want to you know, help this current ecosystem. I'm a big believer in innovation in the area. But the other component is I want to find the best returns for our members. And notice I didn't say the best returns for our members by investing in SoCal companies. I want to make sure we have the best opportunity and being syndicated with all these other angel groups around the country, you know, has helped, you know, get better deals in. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you, you want to find the best deals. Orange County is one of many different areas where there's innovation. But there are other areas in New York, in uh, Chicago, New Jersey, um, you know, we'll, uh, we'll give Silicon Valley a little kudo there, you know, Washington, uh, Oregon. Uh, you know, Texas. Um, so you have a lot of other opportunities. I don't want to exclude them. We go through the same process. And since we're virtual and we have been, we can actually do the pre-screens clearly virtually mm -hmm. and even some of the screening. Okay. That's great. That's great. So you, you mentioned a lot of other regions. Uh, you know, you and I have both been in Orange County for quite a while. So let's, let's spend a little bit of time talking about Orange County uniquely as you think about the next five to 10 years here in Orange County, what areas do you think uh, we should be as a startup community encouraging entrepreneurs to start companies in, encouraging people from outside the area to come here to work on? As you think about those, those industries, breakthrough industries you know, of, the, of the near future, what, what do you think those are in your mind? Are they, like, I mean, obviously ones that you mentioned, I'm sure, but are there right. others that you... You really uh, think about well i'm sure there are others i mean we always hear about marketplaces i want to I mean, we, you know marketplaces are really easy they're two-sided right mm -hmm. i have somebody who wants something and somebody wants to sell something yeah so they're just three times as hard to build is but uh, yeah and it's also very easy to have competition so i want to find you know people who i, I heard this one I, I this is a true story there are a lot of senior citizens that are feeling lonely i want to build a marketplace to allow people who are younger to talk to the senior citizen mm -hmm. well it's great a lot of senior citizens you know however don't particularly want to get on to you know the network but if they have grandpad which is an investment by dca mm -hmm. ah, kind of makes sense Mm -hmm. But I think the focus is on those areas, and that covers, you know, a, a wide swath of different kinds of companies that can be in technology or software. We don't discriminate. We're not only technology. We're seeing things that are, um, you know, consumer products. Mm -hmm. We don't do a lot of investment in it, but we see, you know, a whole bunch of products. We saw one called Pomp and Whimsy, which is a, um, a, a, a 
so a, a gin product that was really kind of cool. We're looking at a company called Genius Juice, mm-hmm. you know, which is coconut, um, you know, um, uh, milk and coconut beverages. So we're looking at things. We don't discriminate among different market segments, but the focus, the high growth areas are the ones that I believe you know, that I mentioned. And the interesting thing is when we look around the, you know, look around the ecosystem, look at the schools around here, look at the, look at the quality of the, of the, uh, mm-hmm. the people coming out of colleges. I think uh, Richard Sudek mentioned yesterday in a discussion with JJ Risha uh, that we have more PhDs coming out in the Southern Cal area than anywhere else. Mm-hmm. So think we have UCI, we have Fullerton, we have Slow, we have UCLA, Pepperdine, USC, uh, UCSD. Uh, I'm probably going to miss a school and someone's going to be yelling at me. But the point is, we have a lot of capability within this area. And a lot of these schools have the entrepreneurial, um, you know, systems in place. They do things for uh, for the entrepreneurs. They have programs for entrepreneurs. So we're seeing um, a lot of energy to create the entrepreneurial willpower to, you know, to grow, to build their own companies. So I think it's That's a great. perfect place. Yeah. So even if a company comes in from, you know, a higher rent area like Silicon Valley, hey, come on down here. We have the, you know, the, the resources to be able to help you grow your company. Mm-hmm. And I think that's understated. I think people don't know, you know, the benefits of Orange County. I mean, it's not cheap, but it's still not San Francisco and Silicon Valley. That's true. And the well, resources you look at- around here are great. Yeah, I mean, I think right now you could show, for example, during the, the COVID-19 pandemic that, you know, we've done a great job here in Orange County of of really flattening that curve, if not even really tamping, you know, tapping, tapping it down. And I think some of that is structural about how Orange County is organized, that we have density, but it's not uh, a, a, not a scenario where people can't get around and still um, sort of do things without um, having big, big health related issues. Right. So I think there are some, to your point, we, we haven't done a great job, partly because of, I think the fact we have 34 cities, we, we're sort of this affiliated group or, you know, we're sort of like TCA to some extent, but I think we'd be well served to have that TCA umbrella uh, over the Orange County communities and cities yeah. to affiliate us a little more tightly. Yeah, I, I think that would be great. I think certainly TCA is a core entity in the startup ecosystem here. Uh, we're headquartered over at UCI Beale Applied Innovation, which is a good epicenter for it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm very excited. I also want to see, I just want to put this together. We're trying to expand beyond just the startup. I think there's an issue of both entrepreneurism and entrepreneurism. Mm-hmm. I'm an entrepreneur. I came out of the corporate world of building things up, as you pointed out. Mm-hmm. I think there's a good relationship. And I think one of the things that we can do to improve the awareness is this integration of the things that people do as an entrepreneur, because we have a ready source of large companies in this area. Mm-hmm. You have BlackBerry buying Silence. Well, why not another startup in the cyber area? We have Massimo, you have Edwards. They can look at buying some of the companies that are involved in sure. our you know, startup. So I think there's a good bonding and we should be able to focus on integrating using a more uh, general innovation conferences to supplement those that are done by Octane with their technology forum or TCAs, uh, you know, um, end to end with on um, face to face with entrepreneurs sure. and other things, too. So a couple couple more items. I know Paul is uh, giving me the time sign here. So yeah, I mean, I just to, to finish on that topic, 
you know, you mentioned this kind of uh, entrepreneur entrepreneur connectivity. Um, it, it hasn't existed here. So, what are right. the things, right? If you, as you think about the the larger companies here, um, whether it's innovation teams or corporate development or corporate venture, uh, you know, any thoughts on how we get more engagement from that group here locally? Most of them would say, "Oh, we engage. We engage in our industry. We engage globally." Um, you know, I, I've, lar- I've had a lot of conversations on here about kind of this, I call it the backyard challenge of a lot of folks that live here, work here, don't participate here in their backyard and really right. you know, take the time. So h- how do you think about things we might be able to do better to, to really build that physical, yeah. local engagement, which I feel like now more than ever, people are going to want coming out of this uh, stay at home era. Yeah, so I think there's several areas. Number one, I think the CEO Leadership Council, which I think you're leading or are part of, and I'm now part of that too, I think can pull things together from a variety of both the startup community and the existing companies. Mm-hmm. Um, TCA is working with Executive Next Practices and hope to bring in the Orange County Business Journal, which does a great job in reporting on technology, mm-hmm. and pull together a uh, a half a day, maybe one day uh, session at the end of the summer, early fall on innovation to bring together the entrepreneurs and the entrepreneurs. And I'd like to see that to become a staple within this area. I'm not sure it's going to be the only thing. And then finally, the easiest thing to do is have one central repository that says here are all the, you know, all the innovation type of uh, uh, events that are available. Right now, I don't know of any. I know Scott Fox at OC Startup Council is trying to do that. We have a whole bunch of stuff over at UCI Bill Applied Innovation. But it would be nice to have one singular uh, entity that puts together this list so I can go to all the events. And I'll go to the events. All my people will go to the events. And then the entrepreneurs can approach us. Mm -hmm. I mention the names because I want to be approachable. I want to help out. We want to help out, not only me, but my group wants to help out. We want to find the best deals. We want to encourage innovation. That's great. So final lap, David, really appreciate you know all that you've uh, done, all that you've shared today. One of the things I always ask my guests to do is kind of a final thought is yeah. really that you know key lesson, key piece of advice. Um, as you're thinking about startup founders right now that are either you know on the journey or are contemplating maybe now is the time to start what what advice would you would you have for them i'm going to give you three pieces of advice and do it in rapid fashion i use okay. two words focus and pod food pod food is mm-hmm. a made-up word is that a word i was just saying, i don't know that. no 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 i'll tell you what it is very simple focus means make sure this clear make sure you as an entrepreneur are clear in what you want to do and how you mm-hmm. want to do it and mm-hmm. stay focused in that area don't go after you know, things on the side. Don't go after the shiny lore. Potfu is just the basis of making things work right operationally. Plan, organize, delegate, and follow up. Mm, It's a very key aspect. I learned that in my early career, never forgot it. Number two, build a strong team, not only an operational team that covers the various things, make sure you have good sales and marketing business development, but build a good advisory group. As we talked before, look at the angel groups, look at TCA, look at the members. We're smart money, we want to help, we want to get the best investment, uh, best opportunity for our portfolio companies, and we have talent, leverage that talent. And finally, make sure you understand, the entrepreneur understands how to convey the message to the investor. 
because if we don't understand it, we don't understand the context, it's going to be hard to get money. Entrepreneurs are under the misconception that they go to TCA or they go to, you know, they do a 15 second or 30 second pitch. and We're going to just shell out money. Mm-hmm. Doesn't work. The entrepreneur needs to realize the only thing you want to do in a presentation, just like a good sales presentation, is get the, uh, the investor to say, tell me more. Okay. That's the end goal. And then you go on to the next stage. It's peeling back that onion. And in that process, you build trust. You, you, we understand the entrepreneur. We understand their capability. And we build a bond. That bond is important as you go forward. We can help you get more money. We can do it ourselves. We have partners and we have other investors we know. So those are my three keys for success. That's great. Well, David, thank you so much for taking us on this journey today and sharing your great experience and perspective from Techos Angel standpoint. And thank you also for doing all that you're doing in the community to support innovation, to support entrepreneurs, you are definitely doing your part to accelerate OC. Uh, welcome to the family. Yeah, it's my pleasure to help. Thank you for having me on the show and glad to support you, OC4 Ventures, the CEO Leadership Council, and anything we can do to help out. Great. You've just listened to Accelerate OC. Join our live recordings every Tuesday morning at accelerateoc.com or listen, like, and share anytime from your favorite podcast spot. Let's accelerate OC together. 